Build up, don't tear down. This is Wright Burning with the Lost in the Midlands podcast brought to you by Midlands Dumpster Services and Seawright Roofing. And today I am here with a coach, a mentor, a philanthropist, a leader in the community, Jesse Harmon, the founder of Run Hard. Jesse, thanks for hanging out, man. Hey, man. Always glad to be here. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, you've got a really exciting program doing some awesome work in the community, helping kids. And I, I want to hear about that. But before we get into this, this awesome program, I do want to hear about your background. Okay. Well, like where you okay. started. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up here in Lexington, South Carolina. Heck so yeah. grew up and graduated from Lexington High School in the year 2000. Awesome. So yeah, that dates me a little bit. I am in my forties. So officially the old guy, uh, went to, uh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> went to North Greenville college for two years. Cool. I uh, graduated from Columbia international in 05 and actually my degree is in youth ministry. So I thought wow. my career would be in the church. Yeah and working with students and youth development through using that avenue. But in 2009, I resigned from that because I learned that my interests were more outside the church and not inside, meaning I like to go where people um, were kind of like in their environment, in their yeah. element, instead of bringing them to mine. That's interesting. So uh, whenever I did that, I had, a, I had developed a passion for running just a few years prior. Yeah. So... I didn't know how those two would merge together. Right. And so they did uh, in 2012, and that's when Run Hard Got Started. Fantastic. That was the very, very, very condensed version of how how Run Hard started. Well, you did bring up something I got to ask you. So you started out um, thinking that you were going to be a a preacher, or you were going to be like a youth leader. You had a spiritual side to you. That's right. And that spiritual side brought you to Columbia International. That's a... um, that's a seminary here? Is that- That's right. Okay. Yeah, it has undergrad and graduate programs at, at CIU, yes. That's awesome. And I, I, that problem, I mean, I can tell that that points towards, you know, your passion and helping people. It's not just about what you're doing. It's about, it's got to be about, you know, that that's connection with you and people. Is that correct? Yeah, I would I would narrow it down. I really wouldn't just say people, but I would say youth. youth. So I, I, I'm very interested in the youth development side of things. Yeah. The adults, uh, once you get start working with them, they're too complicated. <laughs> they, they get too mad too quickly. And I like working with youth, I think because... You can mold them and train them and uh, just help push them in the right direction. Based on my personal background, uh, that was where my interests went. Yeah, and so much need, I imagine, out there for for leadership with the the youth of the world and and, helping them point in the right direction. I think so. I hope so, because I chose it as my career. So (laughs) I believe it is. I am sure. I yeah. am sure. So we appreciate the hard yeah. work you're doing in the community. Well, tell me about how those things did merge. You said, you know, that at some point you you made some kind of decision, tied yeah. the knot on it. And- yeah, yeah. So it, it, it was a tough time uh, starting it because I started running. I didn't grow up as a runner, okay? Yeah, so I didn't start running until the year I got married. There was a local 5K, and my wife, she was a runner. She has state championship rings for running, all that kind of stuff. I did not. My childhood was more, I was more the overweight, unathletic kid that was bullied through high, um, middle school. And that was where my passion for uh, training kids and developing confidence in kids at an early age. Yeah. So that's where that side of the Run Hard program came from because there were many times where I was like, 
even to this day, I, w- I would say I wish I had something like Run Hard when I was in elementary school or middle school to develop that confidence using the sport of running. So uh, that interest and want was already there. And then yeah. it merged with running as my interests developed. I, I got married in 2006. And I, uh, I, like I said, I started running then and ran my first marathon in March of 2007 marathon, meaning 26.2 miles. And I, uh, a year I just, later, I, I <laughs> caught the bug cause my wife was like, it was less than a year later. So, wow. cause I, I ran a 5k in September of 2006 and my first marathon in March of 2007. And my wife was like, you sure you don't want to run like a half marathon first, you know, just to kind of <laughs> like. See if you can do this thing. I'm like, if I'm going in, I'm going all in. And so uh, that was in 2007, ran my first. I've run 12 marathons, and um, I've done some pretty other uh, um, pretty cool endurance events and achievements. And so that's really just where my physical interest started for running. And then 2009, I was like, let's see if we can merge this thing together. And it was a battle between 2009 and 2012 just to create the program itself. I had a lot of help and uh, people that were interested in helping me, but uh, I go from a career that was pretty stable to not really knowing what stability looked like, you know? So uh, I, uh, I just kind of, I delivered newspapers for two years, uh, waking up every morning at 3.30. That's when I got to sleep in, 2.30 on the weekends. And, And so there was a lot of questions. And like I said, I had a spiritual side of myself. So there's a lot of time to pray at, three o'clock in the morning when you're slinging newspapers in the dark. And it's like, are you kidding me? I have a college degree and I'm out here with this crazy idea. My wife's soon to be pregnant. We didn't know at the time, but it was like, am I doing the right thing? And there was a lot of that. But uh, in the late, uh, late of 2011, we started to get some traction in this whole running thing. And in the spring of 2012, we launched our first program at... Meadow Glen Elementary School and Rocky Creek Elementary School. I coached both of them as kind of like a pilot program. I just needed the hands-on experience to make sure everything was going right. And from there, it just kind of snowballed. This is Wright Brennan, the owner of Sea Wright Roofing. When it comes to the maintenance of your roof, you want to know that you have an experienced team that knows what they're doing. And with 10 years in the business, we check all the boxes. Leaky roof, storm damage, or just overdue on maintenance, give us a call at 803-828-4181 for a free estimate. Again, that's 803-828-4181. And remember, our commitment is to roof it the right way. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking at the different locations you have. Operations obviously have grown quite a bit from the days you were slinging the paper, just yeah. praying, yeah. and um, and it worked out. I mean, yeah. the prayers were answered. To, I mean, it's to some degree. I don't know what your ultimate goal is, but you guys are in the Upstate. You're in Augusta. You're in Nashville. It's quite an operation now. Tell me how you how you're able to manage it, or, or how does yeah. it work? I mean, what yeah. how's it all? Hold together. Yeah, so I have a lot of great people on my team. I have a board of directors that are really smart. And so awesome. uh, what makes what helps me look like I know what I'm doing is those people that can do their job really well. And I would say my strengths are really inside the program. I'm not a manager. I'm not a CEO type guy. That's just not where my gift set's at. So I, I've learned that I have to surround my pe- surround myself with people who are, yeah. 
And, and so those, that's where I, my board of directors and my area directors that help run those other areas, they are so good. And so it, it may be a reflection back on me. A lot of the times I get the credit, uh, probably at like a high level because people don't know all the people that help out behind the scenes, but if not for them, it would be absolute chaos. Well, it's interesting how your story and while this isn't like a, I mean, this isn't like a business, this is the entrepreneur's really, it's the journey. You've got the vision and then you bring in the people to help, you know, build this organization. It's so cool how there's a parallel there. Um, do you kind of feel, I mean, you got to feel like you're in some ways an entrepreneur here. Well, I would say, I would say that I definitely have entrepreneur interests for sure. It's yeah. just like, if I am going to put my efforts in, no, this is in no way, um, talking bad about people who um, do other things. But like, if I'm going to pursue something, I'm pursuing something a hundred percent. And I want it to be in my, in my mind, something that can make an impact on the youth. Yep. And I think that that's just a need in the community and how I'm wired and yep. how I'm created. This is just a me thing. Not anybody else is not a deflection or reflection on anybody else, but myself. And so that's what that's what fills my cup. Yeah, you know that's what fuels me to uh, to go out every day and do what I do. And for some people, it's it's. I mean, for everybody else, it's different. For each person, it's different. You know, but that's just how I am. That's awesome. Tell me about the kids. So you know what what are they doing when they're in your program? So we each school year we have two seasons, and a season is eight weeks long. Okay. So these kids train physically for eight weeks and uh, each practice the uh, coach leads them through a workout and a character lesson but the workout it changes and it, it continually grows over time and tomorrow actually is our first race for the midlands area tomorrow and next weekend we have two races so awesome. so we're almost done with yeah. this season and and so um they're training they've trained really hard uh 16 total practices so that's physically that's what they're doing but also during practice we have uh, our um our character development teaching that's incorporated into our curriculum that we give the coaches each season yeah and that focuses on building a platform for success later in life yeah. and that success that platform when i say that what that means is teaching them about what it looks like to be a good teammate how to make wise choices how to show positive peer pressure not negative peer pressure you know how to show honor how to be respectful and we feel like, and what we've seen is if we teach them those core values now, that that'll benefit them for the rest of their life, yep. you know? And so that's what, that's what we're doing each practice for 16 weeks yep. during each season as we prep, not only for race day, but also for them to uh, apply these values to their life. That's really cool. So many levels of leadership in your program. You know, you have to lead the kids, but then you have these coaches that also have to be led to go by your, you know, the program that you've put together. That's right. And so are, do you, you know, do you find it challenging to lead the coaches? You said the adults are the hard part. I know your passion's in the kids, but you got to be, you got to teach these coaches too, right? Well, I would say I run hard coaches are built different. Okay. And so, uh, I mean, the, these adults, they volunteer their time to, uh, 
to give to these kids and to teach the kids. And so anytime that, that, that you volunteer your time, whatever, you know, you just come with that heart of, I really want to help these kids. And it's, it's, it's been really good. I, I would say, and I hate to jinx myself, but our coaches are always great. We never have trouble with coaches as far as them, like not wanting to be there, yeah, you know, yeah. um, all of them want to be there they're investing their time into the students and so far knock on wood that through the many seasons that we've had our coaches have they've always been great well that's fantastic it sounds like you guys have an amazing culture in this yeah. organization super cool if a parent wants their kids to get involved in your program what school do they need to go to how do they get them to this program yeah, so if their current school does not have the Run Hard program, we need to get it in their school. We, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Heck yeah. So they can go and contact me. My my email address, Jesse at Runhard. It's without the I. No, no I. Jesse at runhard.org. Or just go to runhard.org's website. You can find a way to contact me on there. It's just contact us. Then that's me. Us. There's no us. It's just me. Everything goes straight to me. And then I, I um, I divert it to where it needs to go from there. But uh, so so I can help um, get the school or get the program in your school. Cool. And so I would be the first point of contact to help make that happen. Fantastic. And then if somebody wants to donate, I mean, if somebody wants to help this program grow itself, can they reach out to you? You'll, you'll tell them where to send the so money. So there's a donate button on our website. So cool. you can donate straight through our website. You can go there. And donations, where donations go, it helps cover the fee for – any kid that financially can't afford to participate. So one thing that that we started the program with is um, we are never going to tell a kid no. They can't do it because they can't pay. And we've tried to keep our price at a point where it's affordable for everyone because running's painful enough. It doesn't need to be painful on the pocketbook <laughs> too, you know? Yeah. So like we started out, our first season, our cost for our program was $85. It's $90 now. And me and you both know, in the past decade, yeah. prices have gone up by more than just a little bit for there to be a $5 change. So, yeah, wow. um, and, But we've done that purposely, and we want as many kids to participate. So we work with schools who say, we're in a Title I area. There's no way that our kids can afford the $90 fee. I'm like, okay, well, you're the administration. You work with these kids. You communicate with the families Let's find something that will work, and we can make it happen. So we make it happen through generous donations from people, our corporate sponsors that help support our program, and we also host a race every year called the Run Hard Half Marathon that happened just a couple weeks ago. Cool. So whenever you are frustrated in Lexington during the second Saturday in November, and you're like, where did all this traffic come from? Why are these roads shut down? Remember, yeah. we do this for, uh, for the kids in the program to raise money, raise funds. And, I mean, just this past season, we gave out almost $9,000 in, in scholarships to kids who financially wow. can't afford to participate. So hopefully we're build, you're helping these donations are helping building leaders for the future. Congrats. That is, that's pretty legit. Uh, somebody, I have always asked somebody, what advice can you give X type of person? And you, I want to ask, like, what advice can you give, like, five different types of people? But for you, I'm thinking, you know, your personal journey, you had such a passion, and you were 
I mean, I don't want to say you're all over the board, but you were a little bit all over the board. Somebody who is kind of in that struggle, what advice can you give them who's throwing newspapers out and who has a passion for making this impact like you did? Yeah, I would say my um, my advice to them is just keep moving forward. Just one step at a time. Um there's a quote, and I can't remember who it was by, so I hate, I hate to say it, but not get credit for it. It's like, if you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. Yeah. But whatever you do, don't stop moving forward. Because there's going to be days like the best thing you can do is put one foot in front of the other, and that's as far as you can go. That's a win because it's one step further than you were yesterday. And so – like when, like when you're in the middle in that valley, wherever you want to say you're at in the mud and you're not where you want to be. Yeah, but just just keep going one step at a time and one step. It matters because one day you'll you'll sit in a seat in a podcast and think, man, a decade ago, this what this looked a lot different, you know, so. Yeah, Man, just keep moving forward. I'm fired up you came on. That's a beautiful place to wrap it up. Such yeah. a great message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love your story, man. We're going to have to get a um a, a catch-up down the road. And find hey, I'm all things. for it, man. I'm all for it. Heck yeah. Thanks for coming on. Hey, you bet. Appreciate the opportunity. <laughs>